cliffcentral.com. Hello and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Books Unpegged with Super Lead. Consider this. Have you ever wanted to read more business and leadership books, but you simply don't have the time? Imagine you could read a book per week. How awesome will that be? A lot of us have these demanding jobs. We have countless responsibilities. So our bookshelves end up with more books we intend to read than those we have actually read. My name is Mandaj Flaro. I'm the CEO at Superlead, which is a strategy consulting and leadership coaching organization. And on this show, we deep dive into a leadership topic which we anchor in a book that we feature per episode and we share actionable insights to advance your leadership excellence and we are proudly sponsored by Holland Life Solutions. I'm joined here in studio by my co-host Ngobile Ngobo who is a director at Alpha International. Ngobile, welcome to today's show. Hi Amanda, excited to keep unpacking <laughs> this book we've been reading. <laughs> yes, and we were meant to uh, we're meant to have this show last week and and I was down with men flu oh. and you know men flu is like like it's, it's, it's like serious. Uh, super serious <laughs> it's like ICU stuff you know um you know, I, I used to get a lot of attention when I, when I get men flu now I don't anymore <laughs> it's just uh, um you know like everyone goes to work and the kids go to school I'm like but I've got men flu ah, there's yeah. no there's no patience anymore uh, <laughs> for I think the Figured me out. <laughs> um, right, so uh, we're going to dive into today's book. But before we do that, just a reminder that our summit um, is coming up on the 17th of September. We have an incredibly amazing lineup, which we handpicked. And that includes... Um, Nomza Mombata, Stafford Masi, Dr. Pumzilem Lambunuka, Bruce Whitfield, and just so many amazing other speakers. Amazing opportunities to network, great entertainment, and you will be enriched with um, amazing content from these speakers. Yeah, really excited about it. I think the, the first Super Lead Summit was really amazing and had so much to unpack. So really excited for the next one. Yeah. Big names, big speakers, <laughs> a lot of information. So There's a lot to be unpacked yeah. in, uh, in, that, uh, in that day. Oh, just to add that I'll be launching my book on the, on the same day as well. So it's going to be the summit, the book launch. Yeah, and the whole just casually, you know. <laughs> all these big things, all these big things. All these amazing things. So you don't want to miss, you don't want to miss that it. You can get the tickets on Quicket, on Compute Ticket, ShopRide Checkers, wherever tickets are sold, you should be able to get a Super Lead Leadership Summit ticket. Yes, and definitely invite your teams that you work with, uh, friends and colleagues, because it really is a great day to network, to learn, and you get a lot to unpack as the days go ahead after the summit. Lovely, lovely. So, right, so we, we, we are unpicking this book. Yes, Atomic Habits by James Clear. What an incredible book. Eh? Mm. What just such a loaded book. You almost want to uh, unpack it over like seven episodes. So <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do it in just two. We we this is part 2 of uh of of unpacking Atomic Habits. We did the first part uh the week before. We were meant to do the second part last week and then men flu got in the way. But <laughs> but we'll just dive in because because there's so much to be unpacked and and um and, and the time, um, you know, when we finished off, uh, we were talking about sort of these sort of four laws of behavior change. Yeah. Um, and he, he sort of said, if you want to create a good habit, you know, you want to um, leverage the cue 
and make the cue obvious. Mm. On the craving side, you make it attractive. On the response, you make it easy. On the reward, you make it satisfying. Mm. So, uh, you know, if you, you may want to listen to the first podcast. If you, you may want to listen to last week's sh- uh, podcast. If, uh, if some of these words sounds like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But in essence, he said, you know, a habit is, a, is has got these four elements. Cue, craving, response, and reward. Mm. And to leverage those four elements, you make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and you make it satisfying. Yeah, great. So last week, we, we only got to making it obvious. <laughs> the <laughs> we, first law. <laughs> we only touched making it obvious. Um, um, and then I'll just summarize that making it obvious. But before that, um, the flip side also sort of applies, right? Mm. So if you want to sort of break a bad habit, you want to make it um, on the Q side. You want to make it invisible. You want to make it unattractive. You want to make it difficult. You want to make it unsatisfying. So you almost just uh, um, it's it's uh, reversing on on the other side. And before we get into like all these many things you can do to build amazing atomic habits, I'd like for our listeners to just pick a habit mm. uh, that you want to. Perhaps start mm. uh, and just keep that uh, as top of mind. Let's say you want to start a habit of meditating every day, or maybe you want to work out, or maybe you want to read a day, or you want to you want to do something that you know will be meaningful and impactful for your for you and your um, and what you're trying to achieve in the long run. So let's just pick that habit. Uh, if you can just write it down for us before we go through um, uh, the rest of 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 the show and. and how you can actually make that um, become a reality. You you have uh, picked yours already. You have got one in mind. No. <laughs> so we're gonna pause here. And we're gonna to. wait for Nobile to like <laughs> think of a, a of habit a that habit. I want to that I want to pick up. But um, no, I think that I was thinking about the the reading aspect of it. Yeah. Um, to to make sure that I I read more and also that I stop procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so I have been applying some of these these laws into into my life. So as we speak through them, I can speak into it. But my habit, let's say, read more. Ah, okay. Since this is, you know, this is about this is books. about books. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and a lot more, and a lot of people, I think, do kind of get a sense that they would like to read more. Um, you know, some people will like, hey, maybe before I go to bed, I want to read, um, or you know, every morning I want to kind of read and etc. etc. Um, back when we were sort of younger, we also had these goals of like reading a book, uh, so many books in a year, etc. Yeah. etc. Um, and and some of these have, have served us well. Yeah. Um, and on this show, we we help you essentially read a book a week. Yeah. Which is, which is, uh, and and also, I mean, it's, it's also a testament to just the power of kind of some of the habits uh, we have kind of. Um, uh, what I've sort of started to cultivate, uh, yeah. which is why we are able to to bring a book a week. So, um, so the first the first thing with your habit of reading more uh, Nobile is that um, <laughs> you wanna first in the make it obvious. Just recapping just that last bit, and then we go into yeah. the rest of the show. So, make it obvious. So you wanna first kind of sort of create some current habit scorecard okay right you let's just take the morning uh, habit you wake up i don't know you switch off your alarm you, uh, 
you brush your teeth. I'm just picking yeah. a, a bunch of stuff. You know, you make yourself a cup of coffee and you mm-hmm. probably know what, what those, um, what that list is, but you want to kind of pay close attention to that. Yeah. And, um, and first you kind of be aware of your current habits. Because um, the, the author says between 40 and 50% of what we do pretty much every day is habitual. Yeah. So so most of us are doing all these habits uh, and we are sort of cognitively unaware of all the things that we do. So the yeah. first thing is, hey, let me ch- just check all the stuff I do. Yes. Right? Um, and now with the, with the reading a book, uh, then you create what he calls an impl- implementation intention. Mm-hmm. So you say, right, now that I know what I do, so uh, at 8.30 uh, in my kitchen, I will read a chapter uh, mm-hmm. of a book, mm-hmm. right? So what's an implementation intention is specific intent to do something at a specific time at a specific location. Okay. Right. So, you know, if you're like, ah, I just want to read more. Yeah. Now, yeah, like yeah. it's still Very out there vague. in the air, right? Yeah. But once you kind of go, I want to do, I want to read a chapter. At on uh, at the lounge, by at eight fifteen. Yeah. So eight fifteen goes. You like right is a time for me to to do that. So that pushes you just a little bit closer mm. to, to you for you to kind of be able to to start reading. Amazing. So that was one of the things. The second thing on the make it obvious was what he calls habit stacking. Yeah. So now it's like. Um, uh, you know, he kind of talks about the uh, Diderot uh, effect where, you know, when you do something, like let's say you buy, you go buy a new dress. You yeah. know what happens, right? Then you'll be like, but I need shoes for this dress. Okay, <laughs> right? But yeah. then I also need another handbag uh, that goes yeah. with that. And then you do that and then you do that. And then, uh, and but the, the, the thinking goes that deterrent effect says that, you know, we end up doing something at the base, at the, uh, uh, after just because we did something else Like yes. when we finish something That leads us to going and doing another thing yes. um, So habit taking says You kind of be intentional You know that every day you make a cup of coffee yeah. Like yeah After making a cup of coffee I will uh, read the You know a chapter yeah. So you kind of say this is what I do But then I will sort of Add this new thing that I want to do, but you want to you want to have that as clear as possible. Literally, yeah. you're leveraging your current habits to just stack the new habit that you want to see in your life. Great, yeah. So then uh, each action becomes a cue that triggers yes, the yes, next yes. habit yeah. that you want to have. Yeah. So so you know that you you every day you pass by. By McDonald's and get a, a, a Big Mac on your way home. Uh, like if you, you want, take a different route. Oh no no no! Oh. You like after I get my 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 Big That's Mac. That's how extreme I am. Like, oh no, no, no. Don't try fast. No, no, no. After I get my Big Mac, I will call my mom. Right, oh. right. So that's probably my my one, which is I need to you know. Call my, my family more yeah, often, yeah. right? So, like, I need to stack it yes. to something that I do, right? Um, uh, so, so that's that. And then the third thing on making it obvious is that you want to sort of change your environment. Mm-hmm. Um, most of what we do literally is shaped by how our environment is designed. Um, yeah. If you want to read more, you know, you want to sort of make sure that you have space and all of that yeah. and the books are ready, etc., etc. So that's making it obvious. Then, so there's almost three or four of these elements per, per category. Make mm-hmm. it obvious. We spoke about the three, which is um, 
kind of do your get your scorecard, your habit scorecard, implementation intention, uh, do habit staking, and change your environment. Those are the four under make it obvious. Great. Let's jump into the second law. Ah, so the second law says uh, make it attractive. Mm. So uh, here also we have got about three main, three if not four main um, sort of uh, things to consider doing. So the first one is what he calls temptation bundling. Mm. Right. So let's say you are like, you know, you, you love reading. Let's say you you love sort of, uh, you know, checking Facebook right yeah. every, every, every morning and, and you wanna, you wanna, in, you wanna start reading your habit. Mm. Then you kind of put what you need to do just before what you want to do. Okay. So it says, I'm going to, I'm going to read a chapter and then I can spend time on Facebook. Yeah. Right. So, so you're kind of bundling the one thing that you need to do with the thing that you know you want to do. So you're kind of like leveraging sort of the dopamine, dopamine effect. And you know, you're excited about the, I don't know, spending time on Facebook, if that's exciting. (laughs) Um, but then you're kind of uh, saying, I'm going to do this thing and then. I'm going to do that. Yeah. So it's like saying after, instead of saying after I'm on Facebook, I will ah, read. You're saying after I read, <laughs> yes, yes, I will yes. go on Facebook. So then you're starting to associate the excitement levels yeah. of, um, some, I know some people who really just love reading news, right? Yeah. Uh, like they, they will wake up, they will do anything, like give them something to, to find out what's going on. Yeah. But you can say, right, I'm going to do 10 babies. Uh, before reading news, like, I'm gonna do 10 babies and then extreme, I'm gonna read. But okay. <laughs> Let's go so, with this. So, so you're starting to couple your excitement of reading news and, and 10 babies, right? Amazing. And over time, you know, that you kind of start to, uh, inculcate that, that, that habit. Really, really good. Awesome. So it's like a temptation so bundling. Yeah, temptation bundling. Yeah. I don't know if, if this one is for you. <laughs> no, I think it's really good. Don't know about the burpees part, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna do like ten? I'm gonna do ten push-ups and then yeah, maybe the push-ups. I can watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, burpees are burpees are brutal. Um, and then the second thing on on making it attractive is um, you want to sort of uh, remove, make it um, fit into your current life's path, right? Yeah. So. If you know that you, you drive from here to, to work, you know, maybe sign up to a gym that's on your way from work or yes. to work. So you, you don't want to introduce a new habit and, and, and it has, it's completely out of your daily rhythm. Mm-hmm. Try see if you can fit into and make it part of your flow. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Uh, and that, that sort of makes it um, a lot easier to, to work with. And then the, the third piece is a mindset change. So we spoke about, I think this a while back, which is, uh, you know, like, let's say, let's say you want to, you want to start reading more instead of saying, yeah, I, I need to read a chapter. Um, you kind of switch your mindset somewhat to say, I get to read a chapter. Mm. You know, I need to do 10 babies to like, you know, I get to do that mm. and kind of, you know, it's good for my body or whatever. Um, mm. it's just how you sort of reprogram, reframe the activity that you're going to do. Um, you know, the author claims that's, that's a powerful, that's another one of the powerful kit, uh, things that you want to have, uh, if you want to introduce a habit and make it attractive.
That's really good. That's really good. Yeah, changing the mindset towards uh, the thing that you're trying to achieve. Aha. Yeah. So just to summarize, so temptation bundling, mm-hmm. um, also kind of fitting the new behavior into your flow. Yeah. So don't make it like completely out. Yeah. Um, you know, and then pro- reprogramming and changing your mindset uh, from I have to, to. To I get to. I get to. Amazing. Amazing. So that's making it attractive. So moving on to the third law. Right, so we're going to move into the third law um, and, and uh, we'll spend more time on, on the fourth one. So uh, the, the, f- the third law s- uh, talks about um, make it easy. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and one of the things you want to do in making it easy is you want to prime the environment. Yeah. Right, say you want to start reading as you say. Uh, let's say you want to start reading in the morning. Before you go to bed, like you want to set up your reading, your book okay. there, open to that chapter, the desk is there, like all the elements. You almost want to, when you, when you've done what you need to do, you get into that environment, it's already set up for you. Yeah. Right? If you want to start, uh, say, exercising and sort of going to gym yeah. uh, every morning or going for a ride, yeah. you, you want to, Take all the things out and put them laid out so that, you know, when I, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, yeah, I need to go to gym. You're like, hey, I need to go find where my shoes are, yes, yeah. where's my towel, yeah. where's my water bottle. And then, then before you know it, you know, you snooze. Talk yourself out of it. Yeah. yeah. So they say you want to prime the environment, mm. uh, cause now you're making it easy, right? So, so that when that time that you said 8.15 in the lounge, I'm going to start reading. Before you leave that environment, um, it's sort of the night before you want to prepare the books. You want to do all the things mm-hmm. that when you get to the lounge at 1815, it's a, it's all systems go. That's really good. Okay. Priming, priming the environment. Yeah. That's priming the environment. The second thing is you want to like a uh, leverage what he calls the two minute rule. Okay. Right. So he says every habit can be almost be broken down to a two minute to to like something you want to do for two minutes. Okay. Let's say you want to start reading. Um, maybe you just read a a, a page, mm-hmm. right? You can read a page or half a page in two minutes, right? Yeah. So all you're saying to yourself is that I'm just going to read one page. Right. And I mean, it's not too difficult. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't feel like, yo, I need to spend two hours reading today. And then yeah. while, while, while you're thinking of two hours, you think of all the other things that you need to do before you know it, you talk yourself out of it. Yeah. So you reduce whatever the habit you want to do down to like what you need to do in two minutes. Yeah. So if you want to start running, you reduce all of that to say, Hey, I just need to tie my shoe. Uh, tie my, my running shoelaces, like, you know, get into my shoelaces. <laughs> I just, all you think about is I just want to step outside. Yes. Right. Yeah. Wearing my, my running shoes. Yeah. And you just overcome that inertia by just saying, you know, this will take me two minutes to do. Yeah. yeah and yeah, before yeah. you know it, you're hooked. That's awesome. So you're just like, you know, the, he says mastering the habit of showing up. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so all like you want to do is just like, show up. I did it. I did it. I read the one page. You read the one page, like, yeah, but then once you read the one page, you yeah. can read the second page, right? You can yeah. read the fourth page. Like, I, I remember I've, I've tried to journal. Um, yes. And then, like, I journal, 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 and then, and then it fades away, right? Because then when I journal, I, I get excited and then I start writing a lot longer. So now when I'm thinking about going to journal, I'm thinking, yes, I need 45 minutes of journaling because mm. the day was was quite long and there was a lot there's a lot i want to unpack on the journaling 
then I'm thinking 45 minutes. I could send that email. I could write that proposal. Yeah. I could do that. And then before, you know, it doesn't happen. Yeah. But if I just went and just journaled for two minutes, I will be able to keep the habit of journaling every day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that's, that's living in the two minute rule. Um, and, uh, and you know what he says in the book, which I absolutely love is this idea that, um, y- you want to establish before you improve. Right. Uh, most people are on a kind of like, you know, I want like perfect reading. I want to read for like an hour and it's going to be the best book. And I, I need a perfect chair. Just establish the habit of reading. Whether you just read for, a, for whether you read two pages, whether you read a book that, you know, it's probably not the, the best book, um, on leadership. It doesn't matter. What matters is just establish the fine tuning, whether you're wearing the right gym clothes or you're wearing, you know, whether you've got the right mat for yoga that you can always improve. Mm. And the thing that holds us back and that works against us is, um, we like, I need all the perfect things. Yeah. And then I can, I can start I can exercising. Start. Yeah. I think what he says as well is like when we spoke in the first episode on this book, we spoke about identity. Yeah. And it says one of the other things is that it reinforces the identity. So yes, even yes, if yes. All you've done is yes. read a page. It's like, you know, I'm reading. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, reader. I'm a reader. <laughs> I'm an avid reader. <laughs> you know? I read every day. Yeah, I'm an yeah. avid reader. I read a page today. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you can go and find highlights. Lighters and all kinds of things that help you. Yeah. Um, you, you know, like I, I've I've got some some of my friends that uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, I haven't transitioned to like sort of reading on a, like on a tablet or Kindle or audiobooks and all of that. They're like, yeah, yeah I don't know if it's going to be good for for retention of knowledge, right? So they just like they 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 keep them off. They keep themselves off like sort of the digital mm-hmm. ways of of, of reading. Uh, because they want to make sure that they can do it as perfectly as they used to do it mm. um, when they were reading uh, hard copies. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you can download Kindle app and you just read a page. Yeah. And, and, and then you're like a digital reader if yeah. you do it. <laughs> anyway, so on making it easy, the one of them. One, this one is my favorite one. I do it a lot and I lose a lot of money in it. Uh, he, he kind of talk about leveraging what he calls a commitment device. And, and the idea there is that you sort of say, Hey, let's say you want to, you want to get into, uh, CrossFit, right? Um, you go and you pay for the, for the membership for the next yes, year. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're committed. Yeah. You paid. <laughs> uh, because you paid. Yeah. And then there's like a coach already. And then they, they, they're gonna, they're gonna make sure that, um, um, they're gonna make sure that you're there. And also just not going. It's like, I'm gonna lose money. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you wanna kind of do, you wanna make some big commitments that like, that hook you into the new behavior yeah. you want. Yeah, that's really good because even just thinking about um, CrossFit, it's like, you know, you have these different package options for payments. Yes. So there's like yeah. unlimited, which means you can go anytime or you can choose like a number of stations. Yeah. And so I've chosen to do a number of stations because yeah. you don't want to run out at the end of the month where you're like, I lost out on like three sessions that I paid for. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'd rather see the countdown. So I yes, be like, I need to finish these so we 13 might, sessions. I might as well just go. Um, and like also in luck, like, if you're in a cab for instance, Said like uh, you know some bad habits. I mean, he was kind of saying, let's say you gambling is your bad habit. Yeah. You know, why don't you go and list yourself in the banned list uh, mm-hmm. that you're not allowed 
in this casino. Like, wow, if, yeah. you know, and, and that just of, it makes it hard, almost mm-hmm. makes it impossible for you to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that commitment device. Uh, and there's good. whatever it is that you're, as you're listening to us, whether you want to start a new habit or you want to stop a, um, a habit that might not be saving you well, mm-hmm. you know, think about what big commitment can you make. And that will sort of hook you in or that will completely shut you off um, from certain spaces. Really, really good. That's number three, which is make it easy. Great. Now we've gone to the fourth law. Uh, and then, but let's just summarize. So <laughs> uh, make it easy. You want to prime the environment. Yeah. Make sure that uh, everything is all set up uh, before you come into, into it. And number two, you want to... Um, Use the power of a two-minute rule. Number three, you want to um, kind of uh, have these commitment devices or you want to make these commitments that will hook you in or that will keep you out of the environment that might get you into a bad habit. Really good, really good. So now can we move on? Yeah, let's do that. Fourth law. <laughs> so, so the fourth law says make it satisfying. Yeah. Right. Uh, so maybe we'll spend, we'll spend a bit more time here. Uh, but the idea of making it satisfying is to kind of say, you know, you can do all of those things, right? Those things get you to do something. But, you, you know, if something is satisfying and it's enjoyable, you then are able to repeat it. Mm. So what we have just done with making it obvious, making it attractive, attractive and making it easy, mm. we have created a doorway for you to start doing something. Yeah. But if you go there and you read your one page and you're like, yeah, I've read a page. Mm. Um, how do we make sure that we still have that energy for you to continue yeah. to do it again and again and read more pages? Yeah. And that's what uh, make it um, satisfying is about. As you know, there's about three or four elements uh, to work on even on this one. Yeah. So, uh, the first one is that is an, is a sort of principle of reinforcement. Yes. And the idea with reinforcement is that, you know, unfortunately, most of the good habits we want to sort of employ, their rewards come a lot later. Yes. So if you want to start saving, yeah. you know, you know, you'll be, you might like years later, you know, you'll be, your, your retirement will be taken care of. You know, if you want to, I don't know, exercise, eat well, you might be in good shape in a year's time. Yeah. If you want to start reading, you know, you might be like, you know, thought leader in two or three years time. So all these things that are like sort of great to do, it's sort of like an investment into the future. Mm. But, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't satisfy now. Yes, so it's yeah. got this delayed gratification, gratification, gratification mm. um, uh, effect. Mm. And therefore, we have no motivation to do it. Yeah. However, sometimes on the flip side, the things that aren't great for us on the long run, you know, they tend to give us this immediate, like, excitement and satisfaction. Mm. You know, I can get like, you know, some unhealthy food, you know, just binge on that. Mm. And then I feel like great. Right. Mm. But then that's bad for me in the long run. Yeah. Uh, they spoke, they spoke about um, smoking for instance. Yeah. So those people who smoke, they get the nicotine refill and yeah. some 
eased in of level of stress, mm. but then that's sort of bad in the long run. So yeah. it's as if like good habits, um, they have nothing to show for now, but they're great in the long run. But bad ones, they kind of give you something now and they're bad for you in the long run. Yeah. So what he's kind of saying is, why don't we create immediate sort of like rewards for doing the right thing? Mm. So instead of saying, okay, I read a page today. Yeah. Uh, and like, right, I'm not like an Einstein yet. So, <laughs> so what's, what's the point? So it's, it's the idea of sort of, um, creating small rewards for yourself. Let's say you want to save, um, you want to stop, you know, buying, let's say you obsessively buy, uh, clothes. Sorry? Clothes. Yeah, you obsessively yeah. buy <laughs> shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, like a side story. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I was, uh, facilitating this session somewhere. And, and, uh, when one of the questions I asked is, you know, people kind of tell us something about themselves that, you know, we wouldn't find in the CVs. Yeah. And there was like all these amazing things. And someone says, Hey, what you wouldn't find in my CV, like, is that I own over a hundred pair of shoes. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, how do you have a hundred pairs of shoes? Like, I pay for almost every day of the year. <laughs> yeah, but like, how, I mean, I can't even imagine. Does she have like a room that's like dedicated, uh, dedicated. to shoes? Anyway, that was, um, that was uh, a, a, um, an ad break. But anyway, so let's say you buy shoes all every yeah. time, right? So, like especially these habits that you're avoiding something so when you avoid buying the shoe that day you want to kind of do something like you take that sort of my let's say i don't know it was 200 rand and you put it in your savings account you're like yes yeah. so so then you get the satisfaction of kind of seeing that bank balance on the other side uh go up and you're like yes high five to me i've yeah. now i've got 300 rand more in my savings account yeah. uh because i avoided buying shoes on my yes. way from work yeah, and he also says like just with that. So even if you you're saying okay, I want to save, so I'm actually going to skip, you know, buying the cappuccino in the morning. Yeah. And he says like you then transfer that money into the economy as a reward for yourself. Say yes. I skipped on this and I'm putting it into my yeah. my savings account. So, so you want to create all a bunch of all of these things yeah. that uh, that that very quickly kind of say yes, I did that. I did it. Um, yeah, this so, is really great. Really like this book. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second thing is. Um, uh, make progress visible, mm. right? So one of the things that that's really satisfying is is to see progress. So so like if you work out today, right? You want to have like something visible that you're like, right? I, I did it. You know, like I had. Let's say you go to CrossFit Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday. Mm. You put it somewhere there on the wall, and you like tick. tick. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I'm I'm doing this. Yeah. For us. Um, when we were when we were training, we got this app called um, uh, Training Peaks. Yeah. So so you literally, you know, do your your cycling or swimming or running, uh, and then you know you you save the workout. Very quickly, you go to the training peaks and you mm-hmm. see like yes, my TSS numbers are gone up and this has gone up, and then literally just shows you 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 like you're just so happy to see that progress yeah. and ticking the fact that. Um, um, you know, the coach, you know, said you must do this and it's now green and you're like, oh man, I'm so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. so whatever habit it is, you want to kind of not just when you do something, 
find somewhere to reward yourself mm-hmm. or somewhere to track that's visible that shows you that you know you're doing this you're I doing this yeah um so that's that's that make um visible make pro- progress visible mm-hmm. then there's a there's a tough one which is uh, a make uh, go find an accountability partner Oh, <laughs> find someone to check in on you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and the idea here is that you you want to, you know, you want to make skipping painful. Mm. So, so if if uh, if you, you do uh, your CrossFit sessions, and then I call on Friday and say, how, how was the session? <laughs> You're like, I'm so sorry, I didn't do it. Mm. I'm like, I'm so disappointed. Yeah. And I hang up. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we love, you know, to kind of um, do, we love to kind of do things that that sort of make us uh, fit in and yes. be part of, of the group. So I, I, I skipped one on making it easy. I'm talking about fitting in. Um, just very briefly, it, it says that when you want to do, take on a new habit, you want to find a tribe or a community yeah. that's already doing that. Yeah. The community where doing that, doing your new behavior is normal to them, mm. right? Like, you know, swimming two kilometers is normal for the, for these guys. Mm. You join those guys and then the energy of the group sometimes might be the thing that, that carries you forward. Mm. Um, and also with joining new groups, there's just two things you want to just consider. First one is that yes, uh, your new behavior is normal to them. Mm-hmm. The second one, try join a group that you already have something in common with them. Yeah. Um, let's say both of us are big fans of Star Wars yeah. and then we go do uh, um, CrossFit, right? Yeah. So, so I'm joining a, a group where we have something in common, and we are going. We're doing this thing. Mm. Most people join some environment, and they're like stuck. These guys seem very happy. They're doing. Speed. <laughs> yeah. Then they're speeding class, but I don't know anyone. <laughs> yeah. We have nothing else in common. Yes. So then that that group might reject you somehow mm. because you might self reject. Isolated, yeah. Find. Hey, we are coders together. Mm, let's do this together. And we yeah. we run together. So that's like that's a, just sort of a layering on on the community, and that at least helps it stick. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we get three minutes to to get to the last one. Okay, <laughs> So the last one on the make it satisfying, and I think this is the biggest one for mm-hmm. me, is that you know make your jeans work with your jeans, mm. right? That we are all predisposed for something yeah. by virtue of our um, uh, you know our of our makeup and how how uh, you know our our current personalities and um you know basically our strength and how we are sort of hardwired um and inclined to do certain things um one of which is sort of the the personalities right um, he is. He, he speaks about the big five uh, spectrum of uh, personalities, which most people might be familiar with. But I thought, I thought that was such a powerful addition towards the end of the book, where uh, you know, if you if if you uh, as a listener you don't you're not familiar with the personality test called the big five, you can you can check it out. But the big five behaviors are the following: there is, it measures how you are uh, sort of. Um, uh, uh, how you are based on these sort of five uh, behaviors. One is openness to experience. So there are people who are sort of on the openness to experience. They are more on the 
ex, uh, end of the, they are sort of curious and inventive, and the other end when it comes to new experiences, they are naturally sort of cautious and, and sort of consistent. Mm. Uh, on conscientiousness, that word always gives me a problem. <laughs> um, there are people who are like organized and efficient and on the other end sort of easygoing and spontaneous. Yeah. And you might fall, you know, somewhere the in spectrum, the, in the yeah. spectrum. Um, on the extroversion side of things, there are people who are sort of outgoing and energetic naturally and there are those who are sort of you know, solitary and reserved. You know, we know these as extra extroverts and introverts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and agreeableness. You know, there are people who are like just hard, naturally friendly and compassionate. Mm. And there are those that you know they bit, can be a bit detached and challenging. Mm. Um, and neuroticism. Uh, those that are anxious and sensitive. Uh, and those that tend to be on the other end of confident, calm, and stable, mm. and you might be like uh, plotting yourself. As I was, I was talking to to these to these big five, and one of the things you want to kind of do is to um, is to do one of these tests just to understand your personality a little bit more. The importance of this is that you go pick habits that are se- sort of aligned. To your natural predispositions, yeah. um, your natural sort of um, personality. Like if you're someone, for instance, he gives an example. If you're someone who is on the agreeableness side of things, if you're someone who is leaning more towards, you know, very naturally friendly and compassionate, you might the habit of writing thank you notes might come easily for you, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, for some people, you know, like. Thank you notes, you know, you might need a lot of cues and a lot of, you know, environment change and yeah, all yeah, of that yeah. stuff. So the idea is for whatever you want to achieve, there's potentially a habit that's likely suited to your personality mm. and to your hard wiring. Yeah. Find that. And don't just pick habits because habits are popular. Yeah. That's really good. So just pick habits that are suitable to you, but also Lean into the area that you want to improve in. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So maybe so, if it's like reading, it's actually like actually I want I really just want to learn more. Yes. So maybe you know the audio. You know, maybe I'm good at like listening to audiobooks while I run or something like that. And yes. Like I'm still achieving the 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 end goal of yeah. learning more, but doing it in a way that suits my personality. Uh, let's say learning more, right? That's the ultimate yeah. deal. You might be the kind of person that potentially joins a book club, yeah, because yeah, you are you are that yeah. sociable, uh, friendly, compassionate. Really but if in the spectrum you sit on the sort of slightly detached and challenging, yeah. which is some some what some where some book, of yeah. us are, yeah. You know, we love that space alone yeah, to read and that. And and like a book club, you know, for someone like me, it might not necessarily work mm-hmm. because of all the many things that comes with it. Um, and so pick that. Find out what the, the goal is. Pick a habit that's aligned to your personality. Yes. And if it's aligned to your personality, it will feel great. You will have a lot of joy doing this and you'll be satisfied doing this and you're likely going to be able to continue to repeat it. And the more you repeat it, the more you see the rewards in the long run. I like what he says as he ends off this thing of genes. is like a good player works hard to win the game. Everyone else is playing. A great player creates a new game that favors their strengths Absolutely. and avoids their weaknesses. Uh, 
Specialization is a powerful way to overcome the accident and in inverted commas of bad genetics. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because, I mean, you know, genes, you know, allows us or makes us do some things great. And in some instances, they, mm. in other contexts, you know, it's, it's the opposite. Yeah. Um, so work with the genes. It's almost like going with the grain instead of trying to do something that you're not predisposed to based on your genetic makeup. Really good. Yeah, so that's uh, that's um, atomic habits. Four laws. That uh, those are the four laws. So what we try to do is literally the, the the laws are unpacked in different chapters. We try to summarize it for you, and uh, hopefully you found value. And if you can reflect back on that habit that you you put up for you to embrace, and uh, let's see if one of these will be helpful for you. Amazing. Until then, go out there and super lead. Cliffcentral.com.